0: Hey yo, welcome to the Liquid Era podcast. I am your girl D Brady, your host, obviously, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm super excited about this because I have literally worked on Liquid Era for a few years now and also i've probably re-recorded this episode this first episode like five times so i need to get this right because today is actually actually sorry the day that i am releasing this so obviously y'all know already if you haven't already heard the trailer you know what liquid era is about literally this is where Dope content meets dope creative millennials, okay? So I'm literally targeting my young millennial adults, creatives that are trying to set their own rules and not be within a box, but making your path easier. I'm trying to make your path easier and I want to have fun while doing it. So every Tuesday there will be a new episode and I am going to not only talk about my journey, but also give some tips, advice, um, talk about some thoughts about any like pop culture news that I feel is newsworthy, and I want to also get more um, advice from older professionals, entrepreneurs who have already had strong titles underneath their belt. Underneath their belt, sorry. (laughs) So that's what I want to do. So in the future episodes past this one, I really want to get into more of those things and also... I'll say it again at the end of this episode, but if you have any questions, any advice, any interest that you want to be on Liquid Era Podcast, you can definitely email at liquidera6 at gmail.com. Go ahead and subscribe for more notifications as soon as I upload another episode every Tuesday, and um, you can follow Liquid Era on Instagram liquid underscore era era and yeah y'all gonna see mad dope content like I'm so excited to actually share this part of me because I feel like I give so many ideas from different aspects to different people and I never really sat down to do my own shit like it's just I don't know. I never know where to start with myself, but I can always know where to start with anybody else. So if you have any um, confusion on what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, um, anything like that, just email me, let me know. Um, I know a lot of people ask me questions on how I got into the music industry. I'm about to get into that now. A lot of people have questions on how they can build up their brands, what tools that I use um some contacts that I have on like who creates my creative things um website all that shit so I'ma definitely get into it I really want to help everyone else out and y'all I've probably planned out liquid era for years to come there's so much things that I want to get done so really and truly I'm already in 2021 with well 2022 with um liquid era so That's how long I've been really trying to do this. So yeah, let me go into um, how I got into the entertainment music industry. Okay? All right. Um, So I got into the music industry really by, obviously, it's always who you know. First of all, growing up, I've always been the one who was on the computer um you know doing fixing up coding my myspace, making my playlist like my page always had to be some type of popping or whatever um always going on lime wire uploading shows music I was always on YouTube trying to figure out sorry, I was always on YouTube trying to. Uh, you know, look at videos, old school. I was listening to Monica and Brandy and um a whole bunch of older um acts growing into you know the new age day and age. You know, um I've always been just curious. So when I went to FAMU, which is whoop whoop, shout out to my Rattlers. I went to college and I was majoring in broadcast journalism because originally I came in, wanted to be like um, Ugly Betty, working for a magazine, always been creative. Like I said, pay attention. So always been creative. And I already started off wanting to be a writer, right? So, but there was only such like small a small group of us that was actually a magazine editing um major. So they just combined everybody to broadcast journalism. And I was like, okay, you know, cool. I got into radio, which fit me, but broadcast journalism was very structured, um, very newscast. And I wasn't really into it. And I posted a video of myself on Instagram Um, A few weeks back of an old clip of me, I was doing, trying to do YouTube (laughs) and I was vlogging and I was, it was like 2016, I want to believe. And I was really stressed out because I was about to get into my fourth year of college and I didn't know which direction I wanted to go to, but I just knew I had a goal list set. I always had a goal list set every semester. One of my goals was to work for a record label. I kid you not. And I didn't know how I was going to get into it. I was literally um, applying for, um, whatchamacallit, those college reps, brand ambassador programs. I was trying to get into it. I knew that I was, like, mad dope, right? Crazy dope. So I wanted to do it. And no matter how, like, even if I knew somebody nobody would really help me. Like there's no mentor. There's nobody that I know in the music business, none of my family members. So really and truly, I went ahead and just, I was just working, you know, working. And I changed my major to public relations. The same semester that I changed my um, major to public relations, I really sat down with, the intern coordinator at the time, like the day before we supposed to go on vacation. And I was like, listen, I need an internship spring semester. Like I'm not leaving this office (laughs) until I get a internship. Um, Got an internship. Really, I kept pushing myself because I wanted to really know what I wanted to do. Is this where I want to be? Yes, I want to do something in the entertainment business, but I'm also very business savvy as well. So um, I went ahead and, interned for toyota put together a creative event with spoken word for the kinsey collection and it was phenomenal and that was my first time actually putting something together i've always been in a leadership role um either by mistake or on purpose and i knew that okay this is creative this is dope i put something together that really helped you know bring awareness not only to students but creative art and made sense for actually putting awareness to black art in our black history, which was perfect. Um, so I kept on going with that. Yet again, going back to on my goal list, I wanted to work for a record label. Fast forward, um, I was talking with my homeboy Don Terrius. I'll have him on the podcast later on, <laughs> but I was talking to my homeboy don Terrius one time and he was working with obviously slip and slide and he was asking me questions like you know i don't know he's just shooting ideas we usually talk like every time i talk to don Terrace, we are shooting off ideas and it's not even on purpose it's literally just like that's just how we are we're very creative so we bounce ideas off of each other and he was having um you know some trying to just, you know, get some ideas off. And I was like, you know what? You should do this and you should do that. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really interested. And he was like, you know, slip and slide, they are looking for interns, you should apply. And I was like, I mean, I don't know because I done applied to other record label internships and I didn't get it. So I'm thinking maybe this is just not for me. Like, maybe I need to go ahead and go to... Sorry, maybe I need to go ahead and go to, like, a bigger type of platform or whatever. I did apply for Live Nation. I was supposed to intern for Live Nation, but it never worked out because they wanted me to intern while in school. And how the hell, at the time, I was thinking, how the hell am I going to be in New York and still do school? Like, hello? <laughs> I didn't understand how that worked. So, um, I just went ahead and did the the applied for the internship lo and behold i got it and i was like oh my gosh a foot in the door okay and i did really really well and i went ahead and ended up fast forward i don't really uh i guess i'll go into it so i interned while in college and after college i went to dc for a media sales program and i was one of the top students in the media sales program right but Media sales program wasn't for me. And I need like my college students who are about to graduate or even if you're not, while you're in college and you need to get as many experience outside of your classes, outside of extracurricular activities that it goes on in school. So you're a part of SGA, cool. You're a part of a dance troupe, um, cheerleading, sports. That's all great and everything, but get more experience interning or whatever outside of college and it does not have to be a paid one like I need y'all to understand and this is the thing with um, us millennials a lot of millennials nowadays yes we are moving smarter and working smarter and not harder, which is very good. But sometimes in industries, I think the music industry as well, that has been built up on grinding and hustling and working so hard for little to nothing, some things I feel like will never change. And um, sometimes in order to show that you are worth investing in, you have to just take that risk and I definitely took that risk that I didn't think I would have to take but I did it anyways because I was following my passion so I was supposed to get a job like literally media sales like in fucking Mississippi okay and the lady asked me you know how much you trying to get paid I ain't know nothing so I'm saying you know about 80,000 like you know 90,000 you know a year Nothing, nothing too crazy, you know. <laughs> and she was like, Okay, y'all. She just said, Okay. Just because I was one of the top students in the program. And let me tell you that anything that you do, it doesn't matter if you are not fully sure. Put your best foot forward because you never know what opportunity can come from it. I wasn't sure I was gonna do this my whole time at that damn program, but because I did so well, um, I was able to put an offer on the table and they were okay with it. I just had to continue on with the, um, it the interviewing process. And so I'm like, all right, cool. But this literally isn't me. And I'm not trying to go to no damn Mississippi. They will kill my black ass. I'm not doing that. So I'm totally a city girl. So like, I cannot do that. <laughs> so... I um while that was happening, I got an email um from Slip and Slide saying, Hey, you know, we really worked, we really liked how you worked um for us for the internship. Would you like to come in to uh, to the office in Miami and, you know, do an interview for an in office internship? Totally different from when you are interning away from the office. And the excitement that I got from that lets me know that. I'm supposed to be somewhere else. And that's where my gut feeling was. So while I was doing interviews for media sales um, over the program, um, for the program over the phone, I was driving with my mom to Miami to do an interview. And this internship is non-paid. So imagine media sales program is telling me that Hey, we're willing to give you as much money as possible. You know, you'll probably have a place to stay. Da, da, da. You got to move to a different state, but whatever. You can move around. Um, but I couldn't be myself. And I knew that I would be unhappy. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and do this, um, this internship. And it made me really happy. And another thing that really surprised me was that my parents supported me my parents are Jamaican. Y'all know Caribbean people don't know nothing about any career that isn't law enforcement or medicine or law. Like, well, you know, law enforcement, whatever, but attorney law or criminal justice or medicine, they don't know anything else or construction, um, engineering, architecture, like that type of thing. That's all they know. So, but growing up, my parents knew I was creative. Like, I've, I've, I was always writing, I was always out of the box thinking. So, it was just only right for me to follow my dream. They were just like, go ahead, but you just need to have a plan. And y'all know I'm going to have an A, B, C, D. Okay. If this thing don't work out and I finish this internship and they don't offer me no job. I'm going to grad school (laughs) and I'm going to intern some more and I'm going to get a job. Like I'm not playing. I'm going to go live in New York. Like I was dead serious. Um, Fast forward, I got the job. Um, Well, first of all, before I even got the job at Slip and Slide, I interned for a year. Let me repeat that. Before I got the job at Slip and Slide, I interned for the free for a whole year. Okay, nobody does that anymore. Well, if you do, it's very rare. <laughs> you have to really love what you're doing. I promise you. Because I wasn't coming into something that was so structured. Um, I wasn't coming in with anybody holding my hand, babysitting me. My boss was my biggest mentor. And I learned a lot of things from him. But literally, I had to learn as I went. Literally, my first big project was taking Trick Daddy to ESPN, like, and I knew nothing about Trick Daddy personally, only his music and what I known as an outsider, all right? So, literally, but before I got the job, um, while I was interning for free, I believe around August or whatever, where usually people will go back to school, um, um, my boss told me and the other intern, listen, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna let y'all know right now that I'm not really seeing anything from y'all. I'm not really getting anything. So um, if y'all don't bring some results in, y'all gonna have to leave. You are just taking up space. And as harsh as that sounds, that's the music business I learned so fast and I was so upset I was so upset I remember like being so upset and just talking fast and like really just annoyed because when I got there I expected you know multiple people to be there to um that I can learn off of and feed off of but literally had to find shit out myself and I didn't know that so now I'm like oh oh man, like I'm not trying to get kicked out because this was a risk that I took. I had to kick it up a notch. I went ahead and found opportunities that I can win, that I can help the team win. I had to find my value within that office. I had to find what they were missing, what I can provide. And that's one another important thing that you have to take when you are going into a new job right out of college: F- feel out the environment. What are they missing? What can you provide that they don't that they don't already have? That sets you apart. Totally. I just know that my boss was asking for things that seemed so out of reach, and me doing my research. You know, watching P. Diddy making a band and all that shit growing up. Um, he always asked for stuff that was out of the reach. Y'all know the cheesecake walk thing in New York. Like, who the hell? You know? So, I'm like, okay. This is the music industry. You have to do it. Just by any means necessary, you have to figure it out. And it was pushing me. But... Let me let, let me let y'all know right now. The moment that I got trick daddy to be on ESPN, I felt so good, so good. And the high that I love to get from successful moments, I got it right then and there. And nothing could take that away from me. Nothing could top that feeling. No man, no, no food no whatever no party whatever can take away that feeling from me and even though it's like a, a you know a step and you know it was my first thing um and it is trick daddy you know his name holds weight um it still was a big thing for me little ol me who was an intern don't know my value don't know exactly what I want to do in a label but I'm just going to do it anyway because my boss thinks it's unreachable. So I'm going to do the unthinkable. And I did it. And now, two years later, y'all, I'm a project manager at the label. And I'm working my ass off. And every day, I am getting stretched to my limit. <laughs> but it's an amazing feeling to keep grinding and to know that I succeeded my goal and going back to what I said, I was always a creative. I started off as a writer, wanting to be a writer, wanted to work at a magazine, and now I'm able to be creative and able to be myself. And even though I'm working towards more of my goals, this is a this is an amazing feeling. A lot of things. Um so I want to say also going into My past accomplished list that I did accomplish. Going in or during 2019, I said that I want to get my own apartment. I said that I will get a rose gold MacBook. I'm so serious. I was so specific because you have to be uh, when manifesting. Um, I said I will make enough money to afford these things and more. I will have enough energy to work and do my successful thing on the side, okay? And I had other um, another thing on my accomplished list, but I'm not going to say it now because it didn't work out and that's gonna be later on. <laughs> but all of those other things that I just mentioned, I received in its own time, but I received. And I literally do not know. Listen, like I said before, I interned for a year for free. I literally, I literally do not know how I got these things. I don't know how I accomplished these things. But God is good. And if you don't believe in God, your higher power is good. Your manif- your manifestation, your working hard will work out. I'm telling you. Write down your goals. See it. Envision it. If you have a Pinterest make your private mood board don't tell everybody what you're doing just do it and pop up on instagram like hey every now and then i'm telling you right now that not a lot of people understand what i do they don't they just see cool things every now and then and be like oh cool dope yeah yeah yeah." um they don't really fully understand And that's okay with me because I understand. God understands. I don't have to share everything with you. I don't share everything that I do or go through in depth on social media just because I don't have to. And certain things just need not to be said, okay? Just that's it. And I think more millennials need to do that. I'm leaving social media as my diary. Leaving that alone. It doesn't need to be like that. Because lo and behold, you don't know who's watching your social media that you think is not watching. You think you don't have that many eyes just because you have a certain amount of followers. That shit is a lie. So many people are watching you. So keep that in mind as well. But since I'm talking about, you know, 2019, my goal list and what to keep in mind, I'm going to end this episode with things in 2019 that I overcame and learned. Um, It was definitely the year of growth for me, the year of continued surprises that forced me to grow, a few things that I had to learn about myself as well. So the number one thing is everything is great outside of your comfort zone. And I'll probably do an episode um, on how to break out of your comfort zone But I started doing little things um, that may not seem as major to others, but it was major to me. I'm the type to be like, if I'm going to Chili's and I'm going to um, order my Cajun chicken pasta every motherfucking time, like I'm going to do it. (laughs) But this time, I might ask shrimp, bitch. And this time, I might not even get a strawberry lemonade, bitch. I might get motherfucking just water, or I might just get some, just something. Just I always, I started doing things that um would take me off of my routine for a little bit, okay. But I will go into depth into for that if you want me to on how I did that um in another episode. The next thing is for the people who have a big heart, do not say that he or she wouldn't do me like that. They most certainly will. It's just not your turn yet. Okay. I have a huge heart and it's so huge that somebody would do me wrong. And I've been like this since I was a little girl. And I'm not saying this for people to take advantage of me, but cause you know, hard times make you learn, but I will literally get upset with someone and if they say a sincere apology to me I will forgive them and move on. I forgive so easily because I have such a good heart and if I loved you very hard I will always love you. It may not be close anymore like how I used to but it will be from a distance and I will still protect your name. I still will not have you out here looking crazy but it You know, different strokes for different folks. Some people, you know, depends. Um, But I had to learn that the hard way. Um, And it happened so many times. Like, But I'm grateful to still have a big heart because I know also in the music industry, in this entertainment industry, there's a lot of people who don't have a good heart that are very deceitful. Um, And so... There is, that's a good thing that I am into this industry and I have a good heart. There's not many like me and I'm okay with that. Three, now is the time to understand your value and trust your natural instinct. Don't be afraid to speak up, but you must learn when to speak up. Um, when I figured out more of my role into the label, And I figured out, okay, I am a valuable asset. And okay, I actually do do these things good. I do make mistakes like any other human. I'm not perfect, but I'm good at this. Okay. That moment, that first moment where I negotiated um, however much I want to get paid or something like that. I knew my value and I trusted more of my instinct because I understood my value, okay? So certain things that I would second guess myself on, I would stop doing that. A lot of rich people, and I read this in Jen Sincero's um, You Are a Badass book. A lot of millionaires, they do not second guess themselves. They take the risk and they decide right then and there. So you know when you're in like a grocery aisle and you're trying to choose between two sauces. Don't sit there for 5 to 10 minutes trying to choose which sauce you want to use on your baked chicken or whatever barbecue chicken tonight. Like, no. Pick one and keep it moving and deal with the consequences later. It will help you out a lot, tremendously. And I'm not saying to take that and run with it and do some dangerous shit. No, (laughs) but certain things you just don't have to sit on. Understand that you have value. Don't be afraid to speak up, but learn when to speak up. I started once I started knowing my value and saying things and knowing I doing research, and knowing that it's going to make sense. Speak up in those meetings because it's going to help. You're helping the company. You're only you're helping the company. and You're helping yourself. Okay. If you just keep things to yourself and you're not saying anything because oh, it's not gonna go anywhere, or oh, they're not gonna listen to me. What do I know? You're hurting yourself more than helping. There's a mu- there's mounts like amount like a good amount of times that I have spoke up in meetings and said what other people were scared to say, and it helped bring light to situation. But I also knew when to step back, and my boss is right, okay? Like, he's been doing this for years, for years, for years. He knows, okay? A legend. He knows what he's doing more than me. So, yes, I bring that young um, thinking and that creativeness, but he also knows the game. So, once you know your value, do not get too cocky. Don't get too overwhelmed and all oh, you know. I know this already. You ain't got to tell me. No. Still, don't be afraid to just sit back. Also, know when it's time to sit back sit back, and just observe and listen and then come in after you do your research. You know what I'm saying? Um, and last, quitting because things got too rough is only procrastination. And if what you're pursuing is your purpo- your purpose, you are only prolonging your success. Okay? So... I learned this about myself recently where if things are getting too rough, like I am stressed out, I am over it, I cannot take anymore, I will try to find different avenues to go about the easy way. And that's not a good thing because if I am actually going through the storm, if I'm actually going through the storm and I'm actually getting through things, I can just imagine the feeling of the success after I went through the storm, okay? It was a lot to get ESPN, Trick Daddy. Like, I freaking DM'd them them through Facebook. Like, (laughs) I'm professional as hell, but I had to go through that in order to get something great you see what i'm saying um if i didn't go through that and if i gave up right then and there i probably wouldn't have had that aha moment this maybe might be what i want to do and i'm actually probably fucking good at it so um yeah nigga, i'm gonna do it like <laughs> you know um and I'm, the, you know, obviously, the more success that you accomplish, the more challenges, okay? And you have to go through it. Everybody has to go through it. And if you don't go through the challenges, your story is going to be hella boring. So you might as well. You want a great story to tell your grandkids. Hello. Um and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you guys one of my main goals that I is the reason why I keep pushing. One of the main goals that I've always said that I wanted to do, I wanted to be able to have my nephews grow up and say, Auntie, I want to go to so and so concert, whoever's had the time. And I could just make a phone call and be like, Here, man, here's some tickets. Here you go. My mom is a big fan of Monica. And I always wanted to have the juice to be able <laughs> to have my mom surprise my mom to meet Monica. Um, because that's one of her favorite singers ever in life. And that's one of my that's one of my main goals as to why like if I ever get frustrated, my nephews is going to need this. My mom Deserves this. I deserve this. Okay? So, I'm closing out this podcast right now. But I really, those three words, I deserve this, is really important. Shit, you know what? I might name this podcast episode that. I deserve this. Okay? Really tell yourself that. 2020, you deserve it. You deserve it all. You deserve all the good karma. You deserve everything that you want to manifest. Sis, you deserve the man that you've been eyeing for the longest, okay? My bro, you deserve the queen and the money and everything that you desire. Everybody, you deserve that high-paid position. You deserve the acknowledgement, finally, That you probably have been missing this whole time. Or have the credit that you feel like you haven't been getting. You deserve it. Go for it. Please. Okay? (laughs) So, like I said, y'all. This is what Liquid Era is about. Liquid Era is just... I'm just here to make your path easier. But in a fun way. If you have any questions, any tips, any advice. Please. Please. <laughs> Email at liquidera6 at gmail.com. That's L I Q U I D E R A 6 at gmail.com. Follow us or follow me or whatever at um, liquidera and un- liquid underscore era. Sorry, or you can follow me, your host, Dee Brady, at underscore D E E B R A D Y. Okay, next episode, next Tuesday. And let me know what you guys think. Subscribe, follow, and I can't wait to share more with you guys. All right? D. Brady out.